0: Earlier today, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum held his COVID press conference, and I want to share with you, he walks up to the mic, this is how he opened up today's presser.
1: Afternoon, North Dakota. Uh, Today, uh, statistically, Uh, marks the worst uh, day yet uh, for North Dakota uh, during uh, the pandemic. Uh, We've got a record number of cases uh, in terms of record number of daily cases, record number of total active cases, uh, and record number of daily reported hospitalizations and a record number of deaths and our second highest positivity rate. worst day yet
0: what are we doing we continue to hear about how great testing is and we're doing all this testing and this is really important and it makes a big difference well it makes a big difference for what because we just had the worst day so far and we've been doing a ton of testing now for quite some time in fact speaking about testing but before I get to this I want to share with you that one of the biggest challenges is the fact with right now we're having a decreased number of hospital beds available Part of that, what they said today, is because we are also are taking people from Minnesota uh, and South Dakota that are using up some of the hospital beds. Be good neighbors. Totally agree with that. I get it. Just something for you to be aware of out there. But remember, Governor Walz was here, and he talked about how, hey, testing, testing, testing is going to be the answer. The most important metric he's got to focus on what we'll keeps him up at night is the number of hospital beds. And so, again, I just want to remind you, we've been told that testing is going to be a metric that is going to somehow impact our ability to manage this COVID situation and yet here we are months into the deal and we just had the worst day so far so help me understand somebody out there how doing all this testing is helping to mitigate the problem because it doesn't appear that the numbers are proving that to be true. Here's what Governor Burgum said about the amount of testing that we're doing in North Dakota compared
1: to other states nearby. And those states uh, generally, uh, North Dakota with less cases, but we're doing uh, two to two and a half times more testing than, uh, than some, of those, uh, some of those states in the Great Lakes. When we look across uh, all the way across to other states, uh, you know, as far away as uh, Idaho and others, uh, in some cases we're doing almost nine or ten times as much testing uh, as others.
0: So really important to understand this, all right? He just said we're doing two to two and a half times more testing than some of our neighboring states. Maybe up to nine to 10 times more testing than a bunch of other states, okay? One of the key metrics that Governor Burghams talked about, Dr. Burke's a lot of other people, is the positivity rate. Well, the positivity rate is where you take the total number of people that have been tested and divide that by the number of people that tested positive. So obviously, if I'm doing a ton, 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 ton of testing and still getting this, positivity, this, this number of positives, the 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 bigger this number is then the smaller my positivity rate should be i know it's math on tv it's not great but just (laughs) please work with me okay let's bring up this graphic then all right now i tweeted this out here it is so so here's the thing if we're doing all this testing again we're a small state right we are a small state if somebody's listening and they can explain this to me please do it but The fact that we're still at, what is it, 14%, and Governor Burgum's trying to show this because, hey, this is a great thing, but we, we should be, I mean, Minnesota's at 10. They haven't done a ton of testing. Montana's at 18, right? So something's gotta change here in the strategy. I don't know what it is. I don't dive into these numbers like Governor Bergham does every single day. But there's gotta be a change because if you're gonna pitch me that hey, testing, testing, testing is gonna help mitigate the problem, we've got the highest death rate per capita over a certain period of time, according to the New York Times. We've got the highest number of cases now, all that kind of stuff. And remember, I asked this with Dr. Burke, so she's like, hey Chris, you guys are in the northern area, it's getting cold. Even Governor Bergam said today the air is really dry, so the droplets last longer, blah, you know. Look at Manitoba. Winnipeg, bigger city than Fargo, right? Manitoba doesn't have the same positivity rate going on, doesn't have the same issues. I don't know exactly what they're doing in Manitoba, but maybe it's something to look at. Maybe they've got much more stricter lockdowns. I know we don't want that. All I'm saying is that if you're going to continue to pitch me on testing and it's not mitigating the problem, then let's let's focus on another metric do something different because it's not working based on the data that we're being told up to this point. Now, we talked about this last night. I want to share this with you because this is important. Remember, Governor Burgum spent a ton of money on the District 8 House seat and then basically came out yesterday and said, hey, look, I've got a constitutional duty to go out there now and fill that seat. Well, according to North Dakota House Majority Leader Chet Pollard, uh, the Attorney General of the state, he has he does not have a right to just go out there and executive power fulfill a legislative seat. There's a thing called separation of power. So, thank goodness, at least somebody asked him about it today. The presser... <laughs> What reporter did. So I just want to share with you the, the question from the reporter. And this is a little bit longer answer, but I think it's an important issue. Here's what Governor Burgum had to say about it. And, and before I put an election
1: related play. question just yesterday, play. you made an appointment to the district eight house seat. I wanted to ask some questions on why the timing of just yesterday? And then why not consult the attorney general when he had already made a legal opinion? Well, I want to make sure that we in these conferences that we uh, focus on on the pandemic and not on uh, non-pandemic related things, but uh, I'll make a small exception uh, here uh, to answer the first party question on the timing. It would have been uh, impossible to do anything before yesterday because our action was dependent on the election results of Tuesday night. And I do, I do want to say to uh, Dave Andall's family, I mean the tragic passing of him uh, during this uh, window of time when there's not a uh, remedy and statute on how to replace other than through an appointment, uh, then that is a, uh, um, you know, that, that's just really unfortunate. We feel for, feel for his family. But that relates to the relates to the timing of it. Uh, but we stand behind the appointment and uh, and I think what's going to happen forward will be the normal the more the normal give and take in in politics uh, between the executive branch and the legislative branch, or between uh, executive branch members who may have different opinions, uh, but it's, it's all within the normal course of uh, of what's of what's gone on, and it's this not it's not without. Uh, this isn't without precedent in our state. Uh, and so again, I—we're uh, this, this is something that's just taking a small amount of our attention. The 99% of our attention is focused on the, the pandemic uh, and maybe, maybe not 99, because we're spending a lot of time getting ready on the budget for the budget session. Uh, but this was just a, 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 a felt a obligation to fill my constitutional duties as in the governor's office. And it really wasn't about politics. It was ensuring that the people of District 8 have a great representative to Uh, to represent them in the upcoming legislature.
0: There's so much in that sound like to extract, not about politics. I'm going to exercise my constitutional duty. Then if it's not about politics. Let the people of District 8 make that decision, right? We talked a little bit about this um, last night, but I get it. When you drop a bunch of money into a particular house seat, you think, hey, you know what, I want to do whatever I can to try and fulfill that seat with a person that I know. Um, I have put out an open records request to the governor's office saying, hey, I want to see any and all emails and texts between the governor's office and also the person that he's trying to put in this position. I'll let you know when we get that information back. Maybe something there. There may not be, but it's always good at least to have some uh, transparency, right? We've talked about integrity tonight, we've talked about transparency. This is the place to be right now, right here, on point of view. So, all right, love to know your point of view on what we talked about there with what's happening. Oh, I know the last thing real quick uh, is the fact you said we're spending nine amps of the time on the COVID situation. Well then, why the numbers were there at? All right, email us, text us, leave us a voicemail, we'll be right back. Keep your home neat and organized.